day on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Kareem Baratov was back in court today over allegations connecting him to a 2014 uh, Yahoo accounts breach that saw over 500 million accounts accessed improperly. Baratov, who was accused of being a hacker for hire, was denied bail. Um, he is reportedly planning to appeal that decision. Joining us now is Jeffrey Reed, Hamilton attorney, and he is with us now. Hello, Jeffrey. How are you today? I'm fine, Scott. How are you? Good. Thanks for taking the time to uh, join us. What happened today? Purpose of the visit? Well, I think it was to set a date for an extradition hearing, as far as I understand it. Uh, and I also understand uh, that the uh, uh, case was adjourned, so they haven't set a date, as far as I know. I, I, I've heard. I don't. I wasn't actually it was in the courthouse, but I was in the courtroom that um, it's been put over for something like three months. So I think that it sounds like they're uh, taking some time to prepare. That's what it sounds like. So uh, at the end of the day, how much time do they need to prepare for this? I understand that time served here, if you're heading down there, doesn't do much. Is no. it is it in his advantage to get this moving as quickly as possible, or to drag feet? Well, I think that uh, it depends on what their uh, their goals are. If they think that they've got a uh, a, a decent case to uh, resist the extradition, and uh, and there are not a lot of bases for doing that, but but if they do think that, then they might want to take uh, as much time as they think is necessary to get it uh, very carefully organized so they can make their best case now, because. You know, uh, you can't depend on an appeal to set things right. You have to get it right the first time round. Uh, so, so, so that's the, I, I, my my thinking is that uh, they must be looking at this from the point of view to see if they can really make a a, a decent uh, defense case at this very stage. That's hard to do, but you know, maybe not, maybe not impossible. Because the other side of it is just what you said. If um, if it looks as though that the extradition order is going to be made. And, and, a, and a defense at this stage of uh, the order of extradition will be futile, then, you know, you don't sort of uh, throw good money after bad. That's just a, an analogy. But you don't spend time now that you might look back later and say, gee, we were wasting our time. You, you'd move on to the next step. So I, I suspect it, it, to me, assuming they're well organized in that, um, I would say that uh, they want to take time to examine the, the case against them. I don't know if they've seen much of that yet so far. And then having taken that time, uh, organize whatever they want to in uh, response. So uh, two issues here. Uh, they're, they're still appealing the bail hearing. Is that correct? I don't know. Are they? That's they what I had heard as well. Well, they can. Uh, and the thing about an appeal of a, of a bail hearing uh, is that you've got to go to essentially the Court of Appeal. And uh, that's where they look at see if the order was correct or not. Um, it's not likely that it would get overturned at that stage, but it can be done. Uh, the the other way is that uh, if there's a change of circumstance, practice uh, basically allows that uh, they can make a second run at it in the same superior court. It, it's not really sanctioned uh, so much by the criminal code as by uh, a practice that's developed. So basically, if they're saying, look, uh, we're, we're just taking it the way we found it, we made our pitch at the bail uh, stage, um, judge did made a ruling we don't agree with and we just want to uh, question the correctness of that ruling then they're going to have to go to a judge in the court of appeal um, but if they if they're saying no there's a new change of circumstance and so forth they, they might want to bring a whole new application but i don't know are they appealing 
Um, yeah, the uh, the bail hearing, hearing review will be in Toronto on June 5th, okay. and uh, they're back in court uh, yeah. June 16th uh, to set a date for the extradition hearing. Oh, oh, is it June 16th? So it's yeah. not that long. Okay, I heard like three months, so uh, obviously I'm wrong on that, the information I had. So that, that makes sense, because now what's going to happen is they're um, obviously hoping that they can uh, get a release order, and if there's a release order, then you can see it takes a lot of pressure off in various ways. Uh, uh, for one thing, it's a lot easier to uh, prepare your case if you don't have to work with somebody who's in, a, in custody in a jailhouse. It's, it's not just inconvenient, it's quite, quite an obstacle. It can be overcome, but it's difficult. The other thing is that, of course, if the person is not in custody, then you don't have the same kind of pressure that you were talking about, which is you're doing so-called dead time, and you may never see any credit for it. If you eventually do get found guilty of something and you get a sentence on the other side of the border, uh, you're not going to be looking at any credit for that dead time. So. I think it sounds uh, now it makes perfect sense. They've they've postponed it to see what happens on their bail uh, um, appeal. If they get an order that he's released, then they will be much more relaxed in uh, in how fast they want to push on with this, and they'll have more comfort zone to take time to prepare their case. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to the Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to three on AM nine hundred CHML.